Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. is another very good friend of mine, Jennifer uh, Merchant. She's going to be talking about streamline your recruitment efforts at community colleges, utilizing campus resources to connect with students. And a little bit of background on Jennifer. So she currently serves as the Director of Career Technical Education at Fullerton College, where she oversees outreach, marketing, internships, career development, and articulation for almost 200 programs. Jennifer, I'm going to have you uh, help us organize our next event here. (laughs) She has over 13 years of career development uh, and exploration experience in higher ed, state government, and nonprofit agencies. She has extensive experience in connecting employers and students who are seeking internships and employment. During the pandemic, she quickly pivoted from an in-person career fair to a virtual fair hosting nearly 400 students and connecting them with local and national national employers. Uh, Most recently, she collaborated with Disney Resort um, recruiters in which 111 students were interviewed and 87 of these students were offered employment during a two-day hiring event on campus and hosted by her and her team. So... uh, Jennifer, take it away, my friend. Thank you so much for that warm introduction. I feel like we should, um, I'll just take you with me everywhere and then just introduce me as I walk into any room. That would be amazing. (laughs) So um, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to share my screen. Okay, perfect. Let me just move our beautiful faces over to the other side. All right, my friend. So today I wanted to talk to you about... um, creating uh, relationships and um, in order to recruit our very qualified and amazing community college students. So we're going to start with just this is how the presentation is going to go, a list of some of the content. Um, So about me, I know uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. A couple of things have changed. Um, We'll talk about some strategies to aid in your efforts uh, to market and to recruit community college students. And then what can we do to amplify those efforts? And then how do you get contacts on campus and where to look? Um, So I realized that when I sent this information to Angelica and Oscar, that was even though it was just a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm now uh, in my third day of a new position. So I'm now the Director of Educational Partnerships and Programs for Guided Pathways, still at Fullerton College. I don't know if I'll ever leave here. Um, but in this position, I have an opportunity to do very similar work um, and really use my experience to, to help students not only begin their journey, but um, help them with a guided exit out into reaching their goals of transfer and um, and career. So it's amazing. I love doing what I do. And uh, I joke with my friends all the time. I can't believe it's been over 13 years that I've been doing this. Uh, so I'm happy to share all of my tips and tricks that I've had um, along the way. 
So I'm going to share just some points here, but um, what I really want to do, actually, is it possible, Angelica, to share the closed captioning just in case we have anybody who needs it? It is already showing up here. All right. Nice. Thank you so much. So, um, oh, thank you, Soko. I, saw, I just saw the chat. So I'm going to share a little bit of information here, and then we're going to move to, um, I have a couple of web pages up that I kind of wanted to show you uh, to help guide that process. So when you are looking to recruit students and to connect with students, there's a, a lot of different ways, and it really just depends on the campus, right? So you might want to try some of these efforts, kind of see what sticks, um, and then really kind of hang on to that, right? I have recruiters I've worked with for years and years and years, and they know they can email me in a second and, and we'll get... Um, we'll get this this party started. So um, campus tours, right? So if you have um, the if you have a company like a brick and mortar location, um, you know, inviting leader campus leaders, inviting students to come and take tours at your facility really helps the student and the you know dean or the vice president or whomever really look at the place where they're going to be working and kind of imagine themselves there. So I'll give you a great example. There is a company, a printing company. Um, I don't know um, how familiar some of you are with Fullerton College, um, but we have a uh, an amazing printing um, department here and program. We have a uh, huge state-of-the-art printing machines that, you know, people say, well, that's as much as a house. I say, well, that's as much as a house, but not in Southern California, right? It's as much as a house somewhere else. But yes, 300, 400, $500,000 uh, machines. So we had a printing company uh, invite us to their facility. We got to tour the facility. It was me and a couple of deans. We got to tour the facility, look at the products that they're producing, and, um, and found out that, you know, Rihanna gets her uh, makeup uh, labels printed there, her Fenty products, um, you know, um, uh, what is that new? There's this um, new like shampoo brand that's really big on TikTok and they get their uh, labels printed there. And so for me to be able to go there and then come back and say, hey, look at this, like look at the different products that they're printing because I was able to get the stickers and like and all of the labels and bring them back and show the students to get them motivated. Um, another great way is advisory boards. So most career education programs are going to have an advisory board where they uh, want, need, require employers to be on there for a few different reasons. One, um, they want to hear what's happening out in the market. What's the current market look like? What is, what's trending? What knowledge, skills, and abilities do students need to be employed in your facility? Because, and I'll show you this later on when we transfer over to some websites, but are we teaching the students what they need to jump into the workforce. So are we looking at our, our uh, course student learning outcomes and ensuring that those are matching with the end product of getting um, employment, right? So being a part of that and kind of being there at the ground level to literally advise faculty and staff um, and management as to what you're looking for, I think is crucial in making those connections. The career centers. 
I'll say this. I, I, I came from the career center, right? I, um, most of the time that I've been at Fullerton College uh, was spent at, as a coordinator in the career center. And I love my work there. I do think that a lot of career centers at community colleges are, are severely understaffed. So when you're communicating with a career center, um, if there's parts of um, your recruitment efforts that you can take ownership of, for example, um, hey, I, you know, really want to be able to market this flyer to, or I want to be able to market a job to students. If you come with a flyer and you come with a job description and you say, could you market this? It's much easier for the career center to do that than if you were to say, hey, I have a job. Could you, you know, talk to students about it? Giving them more tools and resources to kind of help them in that process, I think is, is crucial. And then developing relationships with them. Um, you know, we have uh, a job board and I'll talk about that as well. We have over, I wanna say it's close to 4,000 uh, employers on there. Whoa, 4,000, oh my gosh. But not all of them are uh, participating actively, right? So when I go to plan a career fair or when I go to plan a panel discussion, I'm gonna filter and look at the at the employers who are active on those sites, right? I'm not gonna, I might send out an email to the 3000, but I'm really gonna target and focus my recruitment of employers on the employers who have been actively looking and, and using our site. Um, and actually this takes me into the next um, topic here of panels. So uh, often we have professional panels. We have, you know, I, I think there's this, people say there's a, an employee gap, an employer gap, and, and really it is connecting the experience that the student is having on campus to the workforce, right? There shouldn't be a this and then a that. It should be this leading to that, right? That closing in that gap so the student can actually see themselves in that field. I'll share a little, um, a little story that uh, used to embarrass me, but now I think it's just hilarious. I came to Fullerton College as a student, and um, when I, I was part of the Puente program, which was one of the best experiences that I could have, and uh, when I was transferring out, I my parents said, "Hey, we're we're so proud of you! Like, we want to go to New York, and and you know, we're gonna we're gonna go as a family and celebrate." And I was like, "Wow, this is awesome!" So I go and I see all these um, these like flyers and posters for C the CSI show, right? They were gonna do a CSI New York. And my mom and I would watch that religiously. And I was like, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be CSI person. And then I transferred criminal justice. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is nothing like the show. It's so different. So for a student to be able to actually experience what it's like and talk to someone in that field, uh, to know what that is is actually like, I think is really helpful. We do, uh, we've done a couple of panels with the FBI. Um, and even I was like, oh, that's what it's like. That's that's so cool. And then the other piece of that is the student to be able to see themselves in that role, right? I know when I was a student, it wasn't very often that I saw someone who was brown, who was female, doing the things that I wanted to do. And so representation matters. Being a first gen and representing matters. Um, so being on those panels and talking about those stories, I think, is important. And that's actually one of the things that really connected me to uh, to Angelica and Oscar is because they're out there doing that. They're out there not hiding that story 
and then you know here's my package of what I think I should be to present to the world they said no this is who I am including all of these other things and and to make yourself really stand out and um, for me it's paying it forward in that sense um, connecting with faculty I think uh, we'll move on to the next um, icon there is crucial. Faculty are the direct connection to the students, right? They're the ones who are able to um, talk to the students, to share information with them, to talk to you. So connecting with, with faculty, if you can, is one of the um, one of the greatest things that you could do. We have a um, administration of justice faculty member here who brings in her um, her colleagues from when she worked out in the field um, and, and brings them into the class and they talk to the students. So I think that that is really important as well. And then connecting with student clubs um, and student affairs. So we have, for example, Umoja, um, where all students are welcome, but there is a, a strong concentration on our Black and African American students. And so if you have, um, you know, the ability or the time to be able to connect with those students directly and maybe offer mentorship opportunities, I think that's really important as well. Uh, our Puente program, for example, are looking for mentors every single semester. I'm sorry, every single academic year. So you can connect with them. Um, and, and that's a great way to connect with our students. Um, tabling on campus. So you can talk to campus communications to the Career Center and say, hey, can I get a table out in the middle of, in our case, the quad um, and just talk to students and connect with them that way? Visibility and having the, um, you know, the, the swag or the free goodies or the pens um, and talk to students, I think is, is really important as well. Um, and then we'll talk about recruitment events. So I get a lot of, I used to get a lot of calls when I was in the career center and, and also in, in career education uh, about career fairs. You know, when are you having your next career fair? When uh, is your next career fair event? When's your next internship event? And that's amazing. Make those connections, get to those fairs and have those events. But why not also ask if you yourself and your own company could have their own recruitment event, right? Um, as an example, I um, got connected with a recruiter at Disney, uh, and I know Oscar briefly talked about this, but um, getting connected with someone on campus who can help you do a targeted event is, is super important. So in this case, what we did is we worked together. Um, we were able to provide workshops for the students a week or two in advance to help prepare them for this event. We had a resume workshop that they hosted to talk about what they're looking for in a resume, um, an interview workshop to talk about what they're looking for in an interview, uh, and students were, be, were able to see them and to talk to them about specific criteria, specific information that would help them kind of get past this general you know, online submission, like what makes me stand out? Then the day of the event, we had, I had student um, assistants go out into the quad and pass out flyers, like come to our event, come hang out. And it was at the, it's, it was in one of the most highly, um, uh, I guess the highest traffic area on campus, our cafeteria, right? Go where the food is, that's always a plus. And students were walking by and we had, uh, I think we only had like 20 planned and scheduled interviews and ended up with 111 actual interviews. So um, being open to having events like that, and you could even ask if 
you could cluster them. So like, is there an industry specific event that you can have, um, I think is really important. And again, always bringing swag is so fun for students and for everybody. And yeah, Brittany added in the chat, um, offer job shadowing for a day. Yes, yes. Students, when they can see themselves at a company or at an organization, it really motivates them, um, you know, to to be able to accomplish that or um, or to be able to to reach that goal. And with that, we'll talk about this in the next slide, our internships and volunteer experiences. Um, the last thing I want to talk about with recruitment events is sometimes it's not always possible to do a recruitment event and that's OK, but maybe offering um you know, your help or your, or volunteering for mock interviews. So I'll give you a great example. We have an amazing paralegal program and one of the faculty members does this, um, uh, has this part of his course where he offers the students mock interviews and the students are able to meet with professionals and have an actual mock interview. We have a form that we fill out about the student's experience and um, our feedback. And then we talk to the student about specific feedback. Um, and it's really helpful for the student, but it's also uh, a good way to get connected with the faculty, right? Some of those uh, volunteers ended up being host for internships and then with internships sometimes leading to employment. Um, all right, so I'm gonna jump to the next slide. Oops, and we're done. No, I'm just kidding, we're not. Um, all right, so resources. So how, what resources could you can you use to be able to connect and kind of amplify your efforts? So going onto the any campus website, looking at the departments, finding out who is leading those departments, finding events, like what events are happening on campus. Um, another thing that I, I love um, about Oscar and Angelica is they're, they ask about any events that happen and they just wanna be a part of it. They wanna experience the campus. And I think that that is really helpful when you're recruiting students to really understand um, what is the campus culture? What um, type of events do they have? What are students looking for? And networking at those events as well. Um, I'm going to, again, shift over to um, some websites in just a second. So I'll talk about that uh, uh, a little bit more and show you some examples. And then the campus catalog. This is what I'm most excited about. Um, and we'll dive into this in just a second. But looking at the campus catalog and looking at what programs, what classes align with the knowledge, skills, and abilities that your organization is looking for, right? So if you're in graphic design and you're looking for a specific type of software that these students need to know, then looking at the course learning um, objectives and, and are they fulfilling that? Do Is there someone who you can talk to, a department chair, a faculty member to ask about it, right? Um, finding out what software the campus has, uh, are students able to access that software? Um, and, 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 you know, what kind of projects are they doing? Are they doing e-portfolios? Are they um, showing their work in their e-portfolios, right? Are they marketing themselves in that way? Um, and internship and service learning. So service learning is volunteering, but it's where students can actually get credit for volunteering. So what type of internship programs do we have? Is there a way to participate in those programs? Um, that is a, I call it the free extended uh, interview experience because you're gonna have a student for an entire semester and you're gonna be able to understand their work ethic. Would this person be a good fit for, for you know, our company? 
we always love it when you pay them, um, but there are also internships that are not paid. So um, having experiences like that for the student where they're able to have um, hands-on experience and, and feel what it's like to work in that industry, I think is crucial um, for the student. For some students, they have to participate in an internship. It's part of their program. But for many students, they don't have to participate, but they do want to. So I don't know about you all, but when I participated in an internship for grad school, we had to participate in two. And one of my internships, I said, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> and then the second one I fell in love with. So it was very comforting to know that when I graduated, I was making the right decision and I was choosing the right concentration um, um, for, for my profession. So let's see. The other thing that um, I think would be helpful too is if you wanna really understand campus culture and what's going on on campus, um, from everything to what's the next construction build to, um, you know, it, it, this is a private meeting that Oscar said, so, you know, what's the chisme? What's happening on campus? Uh, what's the gossip? You can find that out at the board meetings, whether you can attend it live, look at the recording, or you can even um, you know, look at the minutes after. All of that is public information. And then email blasts. At Fullerton, we can do use our Simplicity Career Service Management tool to send out email blasts. Some of those email blasts are actual jobs, and some of those are just like, hey, come check out our website. Hey, come volunteer for a weekend um, and uh, anything career related. So you can ask the Career Center or whomever is, um, managing that tool, uh, is there a way for me to send out a, a mass email or connecting with campus communications? Is there a way for me to, um, you know, connect with students through a newsletter or, you know, um, through Instagram, Facebook, something like that um, is an amazing way to connect with, with students as well. And then lastly, we'll get into a little bit more detail about this, but most campuses are going to have a tool, a career service management tool. Sometimes it's Handshake, Sometimes it's simplicity, sometimes it's a homegrown one, um, sometimes it's something different. But I think that um, using tools like that are really important to be able to connect with students directly. All right, I'm gonna jump into the slide or the websites really quickly because I know I only got five minutes left, but here's a great example of what a, um, um, catalog, uh, college catalog looks like, right? So if you're looking at degrees and certificates, and let's say, for example, I'm just going to click on the first one here, 3D animation and skills certificate. It's going to tell you what courses the student has to take. So if you're looking at finding two things, one, what is the, what are the learning objectives for this program? You can read about the outcomes there. And then the other piece of it is, are they learning the knowledge, skills, and abilities that I'm looking for in someone who has this certificate? So you can click on the course and you can actually learn more about the course here and what the student is going to be learning. So that's really helpful. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention when we talked about kind of perusing the website, here's the Career Technical Education website where it has programs on here, right? So um, you can click on here and, and click specific programs. Our drone technology program is amazing. You can learn not only about the program, but you can actually connect with the faculty. And here's um, Jay Seidel's direct email. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about too was learning about the college, right? What is their mission? What are their values? What, um, 
what events are they going to be having? What support are they offering their students? And then I wanted to talk briefly just about looking at their calendar. What events are they having? Where can I see myself coming and meeting students? Um, many campuses are open to the public. So again, you can table, uh, you do have to ask uh, for many places if you can table on their campus, um, but there may be an event that you could attend. And if you're wondering, I get a lot of people asking, well, when is your midterms? When are your finals? They have campus calendars you can look at. Oh, here's when their break is. Or maybe I'm going to calendar around, you know, before their midterms, right? I don't want to get involved with the midterms. Everybody's concentrating on their midterms. And then just in general, the main page, right? Yesterday we had the Dia de los Muertos celebration. It was this beautiful celebration on campus. Anybody can come. Everybody was invited. Um, and just getting to know people and meet people. The chancellor was here. We had vice presidents here. Um, it's a great way to connect with our students. And then lastly, I'm going to show you um, our insider edition. This is the back end of what our career service management tool looks like. So you can see that there's a whole area to do job postings. Um, there's thousands of employers here that we can um, connect with. There's mock interview features. There's ways to communicate and do announcements. So there's lots of different things that you can do that can help you connect to students. So I want, I know my time is coming up fairly soon. I'm gonna jump back really quick to the PowerPoint and just show you the very last slide because it has um, just a little bit of information that I think would be helpful. And then if you have any questions, please feel free to unmute and ask away. Um, I also added my email address here. So you're welcome to connect with me via email as well. But here's some other ways that you can connect with people. Chamber of Commerce, um, a lot of our faculty have Instagram and YouTube channels uh, where they showcase their work. Uh, and then LinkedIn um, profiles is always a great place to go and to look for, for connections. And then our campus directory. So I'm gonna end this here and I can share this PowerPoint with Angelica, um, but I'm gonna stop sharing. I know that was a lot of information me talking. I know that was a lot of information me talking very quickly. Um, but if anybody has any questions, please let me know. Jennifer, thank, thank you. This is a uh, great info too as, as well. Um, you know, what? one question that comes to my mind, and it's something that, that I know and we've been hearing here in these uh, last two days, and that is um, career uh, services departments that have a small staff. Any, any recommendations and advice to that career development uh, team where there's maybe one or two people like, like, because you, again, you you do a lot, your campus does a lot. What advice would you give that uh, smaller department to really get the biggest bang for the buck as they are serving first gen students? Yeah, so coming from a career center that is um, very small, I think what I would do is I would often partner with other campuses. So um, I had partners at PCC, I had partners at Mesa College, I work really closely with, and I saw her earlier on here, with our NOCE sister school and our Cypress sister school, uh, Denise Mora and I, um, talk, we communicate at least twice, three times a week. Um, she and I collaborate together. So if we don't have either it's financial or the people power, partnering with other campuses or partnering with other departments on campus is super helpful, right? If I don't have all the resources and you have some of the resources, can we 
partner together and, and work closely to kind of help out with that. And then never um, be afraid to connect with other colleges, ask them what they're doing. I go to other colleges career fairs and I talk to their coordinators, ask them, what are you doing? How are you making your dollar stretch? Um, looking at grant opportunities, I think is really important too. There's Perkins, Strong Workforce. Yeah, and, and you know, one, one last question, actually um, it's in line to how you ended it right now. Any advice uh, that you give, because you're, you are a pro, my friend, at getting grants, you know, getting funding for your school, for your department. Mm -hmm. Any, any advice that you give um, your counterparts in terms of being able to advocate for funding for um, th these type of programs? Yeah, definitely. I would say looking at what funding your campus is already getting. So in our case, we do get per and we do get strong workforce um, and really understanding what are the metrics. So one of the metrics is uh, for strong workforce is helping students obtain a livable wage upon their graduation, right? Is there something in your department that you can do um, that kind of answers that and leads to and supports that metric? And if there is, how do you write a proposal? How are you able to secure funding for that? Um, other ways are if you find a grant on your own, um, understand what is the process for me to write a grant and to be able to, to ask for funding? Or is there someone on campus who's writing grants? Uh, really just, I always say I like I'm the chismosa on campus. Like I'm always like, oh, what's that meeting? I'm gonna go over there. Oh, what's there? What are they doing? I'm gonna go over there. And then getting involved in your committees. So we have our um, our budget and finance committees. We have, you know, at the district and the college level. And there you're literally looking at all the money, what's coming down the pipe. And then um, there's re-engagement funds that are coming. There's student enrollment management funds that are coming. There's student equity and achievement funds that are out there. So getting involved in those committees, you don't have to be a voting member in the committee if it's shared governance, but you can attend it and be able to find out more. Most of those things are public knowledge um, and anybody can attend. Awesome, great. that's some great tips. So uh, yeah. Jennifer, Thank you, my friend. Uh, everyone, you see why I adore Jennifer. She <laughs> is full of information and uh, like every one of you has a, just a very kind heart. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Really, really Thank appreciate it. Thank you, Oscar. Thank yes. you, Angelica. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspedaconsulting.com.